0: Hey, 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 twat. Ooh. Who? You. Oh, okay, that's all right then. Yeah. Uh. Fuck. Oh, what the fuck! Oh, turn this off. I can hear myself coming back. Turn what off. What's this? Children's online viewing habits. Oh, that's my tech talk. Sorry about that. I had to go down to the garage. That's okay. Everyone needs to go to the garage sometime. Yeah, but not me normally. You have a man to do it for you, do you? Or a woman? Of course, yeah. I know what you're doing. You're starting the recording, aren't you, when I haven't really got going. Have you seen the uh, news about Philip Schofield? Uh, Yeah, I just sent a little um, tweet to him saying, uh, well done, must have been a very difficult decision. Must be pretty horrible having to live a lie for so long. Um, I think a lot of people inside have known for quite some time and it must have been very difficult. Very, very difficult. But society has changed uh, for the better. So that's good. And um, good luck to him. (coughs) Excuse me. Oh, dear, it's cold outside. I've got Jake the Rag here doing my car. He's back, isn't he? He is. Well, he is brilliant. I mean, it, his hobby is cleaning cars. That's just the strangest hobby going. And he's got all the gear. The bad stuff that they use in those, uh, those little hand car washes that have now... Well, I mean, what, what do we do without them? Suddenly, they all came, staffed usually with Eastern Europeans. Why didn't we Brits come up with the idea ourselves? Well, we did... And then we just got one of those pressure washers in the garages instead. Yeah, but you can't do it like Jake does it. No, I don't think you can do it like Jake does it, no. No, you can't. I mean, Jake has everything, covers it with a kind of... a a, a sort of snowy thing first to get all the grease off. Soap. And he finishes off with a a, a nice uh, um, beeswax finish. Yum. Yeah. Uh, Takes loving care over the wheels... OK. Does the insides as well? Does he spray your tyres to make them look really black? No, that looks a ridiculous thing to do. That's not, not a good idea at all. OK. I think that's all I'd ever do to my car. Why? Spray that uh, Sp- cockpit shine in the engine. Why? It just makes everything smell fresh and shiny. Yeah, but it's bad for it if you do that. That's all you do is you cover up the dirt, don't you? Girls, where are you there? Right. Sorry, go on. You could use Mr Sheen. It's the same sort of thing, isn't it? Um, Why would you spray Mr Sheen on your tyres? Don't be silly. Not on the tyres. In the cockpit. Yeah, but, you know, in the cockpit, you want it done properly and professionally, so it doesn't smell like a tart boudoir. Yeah, but it doesn't make a difference in my car. I've got my KFC cartons still on the floor and a couple of bottles oh, of Coca-Cola. Shush! That's disgusting. Let's talk about something important, can we? No one ever goes in my car. Just me. Well, no, I'm very glad. What's that banging? It's not me. No, good. Um, so, uh, 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 climate change—fascinating. Is it? Everybody's getting in on the act. Are they? Yeah, of course they are, yeah. Everybody's getting in on the act. You know, we're going to have no cars in 20, 25 years' time, no cars at all. No cars or electric cars? Well, how are you going to have electric cars? Well, yeah, I do often wonder where you're going to charge all these cars, especially if you live in a flat. Yeah. So how are you going to do it? You live on the 18th floor, you hang a long cable out of your window, do you, down to the car park downstairs... Yeah, you could do could that. Could you imagine the number of people who are going to complain as long cables shoot like spaghetti from tower blocks all over the country? Extension cables plugged into extension cables plugged into extension cables. Yeah, it's not going to happen. What if you somehow plugged one car in and then a cable coming out the back of the car into the front of the car behind and so on and you just hooked your car up to the car in front of you? Now you're being stupid. I suppose What what we'll see is, you know... Blocks of flats will have their own charging. Uh, oh well, I don't know. I mean, you know, the uh, why can't you just just change the petrol pumps for? Oh, I don't know. It's just a pain, isn't it? Because you've got to leave your car charging for goodness only knows how long, or you have two batteries and you take one battery to uh, your local charging shop and then you swap them over every day. Every day, or every two days, however long the batteries last. Yeah. Will you just swap them over? Well, good idea. But I just think something will have to replace these huge batteries. They're just cumbersome and they're not, really, they're not really that very good, are they? To be fair, the batteries are huge. They take up about half the car, so you'd have to reduce the size. And the technology is coming. Hmm. Anyway, um, I'm not really. I like my cars. You'll only be able to drive cars like that on uh, private tracks. Oh, rubbish. Where I live, nobody knows what you're doing. You'd have to have a trailer, put your car on the trailer and then drive it with your new electric oh, car by four. Get, four. I can't do all of that, no, no, no. This is ridiculous. Somebody's got to stand up and say, hey, if this isn't going to save the planet, this is really not going to save the planet. There isn't enough uh, at the moment scope to get every car on the planet, and that's what you're talking about, not just here, every car on the planet changed to electric. It is going to ruin the economy of a lot of countries at this rate. That is true. That is true. Like where? I've no idea. I'm not really interested. My interest is that, you know, it's flipping freezing out there and we've got a hurricane coming. Well, strong wind anyway. And, uh, and of course, I was interviewing a scientist the other night from the University of, I think, the University of Nottingham. And uh, she's written a couple of books on the um, solar maximum and solar minimum. Have you any idea what they are? Uh, One's bigger than the other. I'm not even going to. The solar minimum, which we are about to go into in the next couple of years, comes around every... or a major solar minimum minimum comes around every 400 years. You just farted down the line. No, I didn't. I'll have to edit that out. Well, do, because why is this equipment not working very well today? It just went oh shut up anyway solar maximum is a well that's when the sun gets very warm we've come out of one of those apparently and we're going into a solar minimum um um a, a big solar minimum one of which we have every 400 years and that means the temperatures are going to uh plummet it's going to be very wet uh very cold um even the summers are going to be sort of wet and grey, unfortunately, for some years, a couple of years in the future. And we are, uh, we, this is all to do with sunspot activity, apparently. The scientists know this, and, so, and temperatures will go down regularly, not necessarily in this country, but certain areas down to minus 50. And the last time it happened, apparently, was when the Thames used to freeze over. And lots of people say, oh, well, that was because <clears throat> there was no pollution. Well, there was loads of pollution in those days. A lot of pollution. Um, but this sort of sunspot activity does have an enormous amount to do with the way the weather is. And so we have to expect some fairly, fairly cold years and uh, and I, I think we should be more worried about that than the overheating of the planet. But anyway, whatever happens, the planet will do what it wants to do. And I don't think you and me changing over to electric cars is really going to do very much. Eleven degrees here in Wales. When? Now. Well, now it's three degrees in the southeast of England, and it's fucking freezing. Well, so there's a variation across a small amount of landmass. Yeah. How does that work? I have no idea. Go and ask the scientists. But these scientists who talk... Ooh. Have you got a delivery? Um, hang on, don't go away. Talk to everybody yourself. Hold on. Uh, OK. Um, hello, everybody. What's going on? Wait, uh, what? Yes. It's only Jake the rag. And then... Say that again. He's just... Uh, Playing with cars outside. Jake's playing with his cars. Yeah. Yeah. Or your cars. Well, my cars. Uh, Jake, come here. I'm sorry. sorry. (laughs) Daisy, come on. (laughs) Uh, Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. So what else is going on in the news? Um... Boris Johnson and Donald Trump apparently have fallen out. I don't believe that. I think that's a story being put about, and I think they are the best of friends. Uh, what a great, great prime minister we've got. I mean, he's just getting on with the job. He's not rising to the criticism of the Namby, Pam. Oh, yeah. Oh, Brexit's going to be terrible. Brexit's going to ruin this country. Oh, we are going to try and stop Brexit. You can't stop it. It's happening. It is with us now. We are out of Europe, and at the moment we are tying up loose ends and rearranging our deals on security, on, on finance, on, uh, uh, on trade, everything, and that hopefully will be done by the end of the year, and if it isn't done by the end of the year, uh, we will probably be well on the way, and then either, if, um, if the European Empire doesn't want to do a good deal with us, then we will just leave, and it'll be up to them. And I think as people realize how much the uh, people who run the so-called European Union are trying to build an empire with armies, police forces and everything else, um, I think more and more people will leave. My prediction is that the biggest shock to the European Union, it may not be for the next few years, will be France will leave. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can see that one coming. The only reason France isn't in that is that they've had consistent leaders um, who are big Europhiles because they see themselves in charge, uh, like Macron. I like Macron. He's quite a nice chap, I think. Um, but I think he's completely wrong on Europe. But I think he sees that as his own little bit of power. Why are all these um, riots not in the news anymore that are happening in uh, France? Well, in France? Hmm. There are a few, but there are always riots in France. Oh, okay. You know. If you can call them riots, they're not really riots, are they? No. I mean, why aren't the riots in Hong Kong in the news anymore? They used to be more so than France. It's like they're covering it up. What? All the fighting going on with the police and the uh, In Hong Kong? Well, both in Hong Kong and uh, France. Well, I don't think they're covering it up. I think we're just not interested. Oh, okay. You interested? Well, I see the occasional snippet of some person being beaten to crap with a truncheon by about five police officers, and I think why... Well, you shouldn't have been there, should you? Why were you there? Why were you there intimidating a police officer? What was the point? Well, I mean, you're the sort of flipping Marxist-Communist rebel that we could well do without, aren't you? I'll just stay in Wales, then. Well, I wouldn't bother, because we can get you in Wales, too. (laughs) Oh, dear. What? What's wrong? I mean, honestly, your behaviour appalling, absolutely appalling. You'll be telling me next you've joined the Liberal Party. There isn't such a party anymore, is there? Yeah, it's called the Liberal Democrats, but it's just liberal, you know, sort of run by school teachers and that sort of thing. No. Mind you, school teachers, you know, don't get... I I would like to see school teachers completely reorganised. Because you don't, you need teachers more than you need anybody else. But, you know, we've just got the old adage, if you can, you go and do it. And if you can't, you you end up teaching it, which is terrible. I mean, there are some good teachers, don't get me wrong. I've never seen any, but I'm sure there are. I'm only judging it on my own school days when uh, I couldn't wait to get out. Got out as soon as I could. Couldn't stand the place. When you go on the uh, open days or um, the parents' evenings to go and see how your kid's doing, you do spot the good ones and the bad ones. I never told my mum and dad when there were open days. I didn't want them going. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't work anymore. You get, you get it through an app. A what? The school grasses your kids up on an hourly basis on an app. Really? Yeah. It's not doing education any good, is it? It says, your kids have got homework tonight. Your kids have been in detention today. Your kids have been absent. Why? Hour by hour on your phone, an update. Really? Hmm. And who does that? School. Yeah, but who? I thought they were overworked. Well, it's just when the kids go into the class, the computer registers them mm. in the class. And if they're not there, it sends it out as a message to say, where's your kid? Yeah. It even tells you what they had for lunch. Does it? Yeah. It is, is that is really necessary? Three fish fingers, a banana. Yeah? Yeah. All that added work, is that really necessary? Well, It's all computerised. Oh, right. Anyway, I mean, I think the big story, uh, as far well as I'm concerned, over the last couple of days is this: this been uh, Cambridge University saying uh, servicemen and women can't come on the premises in uniform. In Cambridge University? Yeah. Because they're anti-war. Yeah. That was a guess, by the way. Well, I'm sure. I think it was Cambridge anyway. Could be Oxford. Yeah. No, it's not likely to be Oxford. The lefties go to Cambridge. Hmm. But anyway... Any university anywhere saying we don't want service men or women coming to the university, coming on agro? What the, who the f***ing you know, hell do these student union leaders think they are? What about paramedics in uniform? Can they attend? I said service personnel. Oh, I yeah. didn't say anything about An, um, paramedic. Video. Emergency service? You're being stupid. Police officers? A police officer will go where he or she wants to go. So will a service man with a rifle? Don't be silly. You're being silly. I find this really quite annoying that these kids now, some of them, you know, the ones who don't want anyone to offend them, they f***ing offend me. All these kids who are laying down the law, well, we're not having that person because we don't like what they say. And we might get very upset and cry. Well, f*** off. What sort, of, what sort of generation are we going to be breeding in this country in the next year or so? It'll be two tiers. It'll be the namby-pamby snowflakes on one side. It'll be the nasty pieces of work sticking knives in each other on the other. And, you know, nobody, because I don't know what's happened to to lecturers and people in charge, but nobody's doing a thing. You know, you get to say, oh, well, they're adults now. We can't tell them how to behave. Well, you get out in the real world and start going to work. Mind you, even going to work now. um, If you uh, work for somebody and they tell you off, uh, you go to HR and say you've been bullied, as a lot of people seem to do, uh, causes the people in charge no end of problems. I've got a solution for that. Don't have a HR department. Well, I think then you'd be in trouble, wouldn't you? I don't think it's compulsory to have a HR department. Not a HR, an HR. Well, one of those. I was. Mine's a posh one. Oh golly gosh! No. Yours is just somebody who doesn't know how to talk properly trying to sound posh. Yeah, quite right, Daisy. So, if you, I haven't got one. You haven't got what? An HR department. Yeah, because you only employ one person. <laughs> Three. Well, there we are. Yeah, well, I haven't got one, so no one can complain to it. No. Well, don't, you know, do you pay their stamps and things? They can send the letters themselves. I'm not paying for their mail good okay well there we are up to you um so anyway uh i think this whole thing is is really quite the most ridiculous thing i have ever heard of saying they don't want people and, and this banning people from uh, from speaking at universities because they don't agree with them that's a, that's a really that that's the first step down to a totalitarian state if ever there was one they're talking about totality you didn't say anything why I was thinking something. You know, the, uh, these groups of people, these um, weirdos that go to university and ha- come up with these amazing ideas to ban people. Yeah, but Couldn't you uh, set up a society in the university that bans those people from attending and actually makes it known that they're not welcome, just so they know how it feels? Good idea. I don't know why somebody doesn't do that. Great idea. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Or, or set up a university that doesn't allow those people in Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. And cut half these ridiculously stupid courses you can take in university out, because that's a waste of time, money and effort. Yeah, those ones charge them more. <clears throat> well, yeah, I mean, we've got to remember that universities just money-making organisations, aren't they? Well, yeah, it al- always has been in a way. But, uh, yeah, yeah the, the, the stupid courses make them expensive and the good courses make them cheaper. Hmm. I've no idea what you just said. Well, co- f- tuition fees... What are those? Well, you have to pay to go to college now, don't you? Do you? Well, yeah, if you've got money, you can get into college. Yeah, right, I'm just teasing you because I'm bored. There must be other stuff you want to talk about, surely. Not really. There's not much happening in the news. It's, not, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a kind of a fairly flat news. We, we've done Brexit. That's out of the way. We've sorted out this ridiculous global warming because the next ice age is on the way. We need to sort out the, the sort of namby Mambi Namby whatever snowflake um, people who woke this and woke that. And if I hear another vegan, oh, I'm a vegan, I can't touch an egg. Oh, dear, oh, dear. I love having chickens running around. Oh, what about your um, job thing? That what you job? The, the one that you're applying for on the BBC. Oh, golly. Do you know, I'm so sick of that. Absolutely sick of it. For people who don't know, I'm applying, uh, or I've been trying to apply. Hang on pound coin there, Uh, been trying to uh, apply for the job of Director General of the BBC. I don't think I should have to apply because I've heard that they just get in touch with you and say they'd like you to be uh, considered and they haven't got in touch and I can't believe it. I mean, I've worked in, in broadcasting for most of my life. You have? Since I was about 18. I wasn't there then. No. so I can't verify it. You won't ever get to be as old as me, will you? So I don't actually understand uh, why I haven't heard yet, because I've got all my team lined up to take over the BBC. You know what we're going to do is going to be an enormous amount of dead wood flung out. Uh, There won't be any HR department. We'll get rid of that. And all the other departments that are pretty useless. Because they don't seem to care where they splash the cash and then they go and cut things down that really don't need to be cut. And I don't know, the whole thing is, is a farce. Somebody allowed the BBC to become a huge organisation, so big that it can kind of overrule governments and law and everything else. But the time has now come to change. So I think what uh, I might have to do is I might have to go along to Broadcasting House myself. What, in person? Yeah, walk in with my team and say, "Um, I'm the new director general, Um, could you show me to my office? I thought, maybe I could do it that way. Make a very interesting documentary, fly on the wall, see what happens. Well, it won't be a fly on the wall, it'll be me with two big feet right there. We could film it. Yeah. Yeah. Just waltz in, I'm here. Yeah. why not? Could everybody uh, line up in the uh, the big uh, opening? Yeah. What big opening? I don't know. There must be a big opening somewhere in the BBC, uh, surely. Uh, yeah, the big opening is for Director General. And, I, I mean, I'm going to carry on with my talk radio show as well. Um, but the, nobody needs a state broadcasting organisation that is has got a bigger bigger budget than some small nations, and that if you don't pay towards them, you can get flung in prison. Now, I know that's fairly extreme, but that's basically what it is. And now they're putting... They have the audacity to put the TV licence up. I'm not paying it. Well, they're putting it up again. Yeah. Blimey, at the moment, it's like £13 a month. That's like twice the cost of Netflix. Well, I think it's going up to 15 Wow. That's like yeah. all the uh, standard channels on Sky TV. Dear me! So why, why should we pay? This is so archaic. Why should we pay uh, for this? Uh, and then we we'll go, oh, it's, one, it's like the NHS, the best health service in the world. Well, I'm sorry. The doctors and nurses in this country are brilliant and quite often move to work abroad. The NHS as an organisation is basically fucked. And trust me, I've spent a lot of time in and out of it with uh, my wife and even myself, the organisation is run by basically a bunch of people who haven't a clue what they're doing. And it's such a big organisation, they all hide behind each other when they make a cock up. Uh, they have enormous amounts of money and they don't seem to be able to direct it in the right place. We've got hospitals that should have been torn down years ago, a new one should have been built. So where, where, were, the, where were the politicians when that needed to happen? And, you know, we expect it for nothing. Well, unless you are completely destitute, you can't have everything for nothing, can you? I'm getting more and more angry because the more you're talking, I'm trying to think (laughs) about um, the programs that I watch. And the only thing I watch is Question Time and The Apprentice, maybe Doctor Who and Top Gear. Now, I can tell you that the last season of Apprentice is still on my Sky Planner recorded and I haven't watched any of them. I fall asleep when question time comes on, because I have a bit of a half an hour doze, so I put that on and then I fall asleep. Uh, Top Gear, yeah, fair enough, but I can always watch the, uh, the Grand Tour on um, Amazon. So I'm not really getting much for my £15, and no one else in my family other than my little baby who watches CBeebies, so I suppose CBeebies is worth the money, I suppose. Okay, I've changed my mind now. The BBC's sort of all right. God, dude, no wonder the British public are taken as fools by all these huge organisations. Anyway, I was talking to the, about the NHS then. Sorry, uh, there is Cartoonito. I could watch Cartoonito instead or make him watch Cartoonito. I don't know what you're talking about. Listen, I'll tell you what. Um, I'll I'll go and get a brew and uh, you could do Tech Talk. Well, I've only got two things to do in Tech Talk. You have to be a very quick brew. I seem to be doing most of the work. Well, I've filled in a bit there for you. Go on. Uh, The first self-driving vehicle without human controls has been granted permission to test on the roads in the US. That means uh, there's no steering wheel brakes or or anything. Marvellous. So that's going to be uh, driving uh, deliveries, um, 25 miles an hour. It's called the R2, made by a company called (laughs) Nuro. You just wait till that hits something, 25 miles an hour. Oh, that never happens. Well, it's happened no, a few no, times, of I suppose. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Um, okay. I've got the, um, the Ofcom children's online viewing habits thing on. How many uh, kids, etc., have smartphones here? Are you interested? Why would I be? It, I mean, do I do it? Come here, girls. Oh, hang on. Jake the rag is behind me. Jake, yes. I'm all done. You're all done? Jake's all done. Um, so we'll stop recording then. I'll come back in a minute, okay? Okay, you pay him all that money you've got on your desk. I haven't got any money. Oh, this? Yeah. Yeah. Can I pay you in coins, uh, Jake? How many bags you got? <laughs> How many bags you got? Right, I'll be back in a minute. Okay, okay. <clears> Okie <throat> Are you still there? I'm still here, yes. Yeah. I forgot you were still on. <laughs> All right, I've done that with Jake. <sighs> hell. OK, so where were we? Um, uh, I was going to read you some of the stats from the uh, Ofcom findings of uh, what kids do with uh, tech. Yeah. You didn't find my new listening figures, did you? No, they're uh, sealed. They're very good. Talk radio is uh, phenomenally building very quickly. As more and, pe- more and more people get to know that talk radio is back and where it is. They need to include the online figures with the uh, standard radio yeah. figures. Yeah, but we're not allowed to at the moment. No radio station is. That's not fair, really, is it? So uh, No, because, because listening on radios is a dying thing. I don't listen to you on the radio, no. Well, nobody does. You get, just get an app and then you've got it everywhere. I don't listen live either. Oh, God, what's the point? Um, anyway, right, let's uh, let's get to... Tell me what you've got to tell me about children. Uh, OK, well, smartphones. Um, three to four-year-olds, 5% have a smartphone. Do they? Yeah. Uh, 37% of five to seven-year-olds, and obviously 83% of eight to 11-year-olds. Uh, yeah. Owning a tablet, three to four-year-olds, 24%. Yeah. Uh, five to seven-year-olds, 37%. percent hmm uh, watching uh, on-demand subscription services, 67% of three- to four-year-olds. Really? I presume that's their parents putting Peppa Pig on. All right. A continuous loop. Did I tell you last week that uh, she just quit? Who? The, the the girl that does the voice for Peppa Pig. She's, she's leaving. Do you know, I don't give a shit about Peppa Pig. Is that terrible of me? Well, it's... it's um. It's a hugely popular TV show. All right. Okay. Moving on. 88% of 12 to 15-year-olds watch On Demand. Gosh, that's huge, isn't it? That's a lot, yeah. A, I think that the TV's dying a death. Everything I watch on telly is pre-recorded, so it's catch-up. Mm. Yeah. Never watch anything live unless it's Peppa Pig. Right. Okay. Um. Or the other one. Uh, what's the other one called that we watch all the time? Remote. We get on with this because I have things to do today. I mean, I know you've got all day to play around and do this, but I've got, I've got, I've got to go and do this, I've got to go and do that as well, and then I've got to go to work. T and Mo CBeebies. Excellent programme. What? Will you stop talking about f***ing children's programmes? I'm not interested. I haven't watched any films this week. I've been uh, very busy. Oh, God. Have you watched a film? No, I'm watching on Netflix, uh, <laughs> which I'm really ashamed to say... A series called Woo Assassins. I thought you were going to say Sex Education then. No, Woo Assassins. Woo Assassins. Yeah, it's quite, it's entertaining. Is it a bit naughty? Is it a bit risque? A bit risque? Is it a bit, you know. Do you have to put the, uh, a pin in before you can watch this uh, Woo Assassins? A pin? Yeah, usually the, uh, those sort of programmes are locked down, stop kids from watching them. No, it's not that nasty. Oh, nasty. It's quite funny. Oh, oh it's funny. Okay, right. Okay. Yeah. So it's a comedy then. Hmm. Okay. Is it worth me watching it? Um, you, ah, you've got such strange tastes, haven't you? I watch anything. Do you? Yeah, absolutely anything. I think it's very good. So it's a, it's a, it's a thumbs up, is it? Yeah. Okay. Woo Assassins on Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And is it a series or a film? Um It's a series. Right, so we'll have to change the feature of the week to um current series to watch. No, just what watch of the week, Wales watch of the week. Wales watch of the week. Whale yeah. watching. Yeah, but I like The Irishman. I've not I've not seen that. That's about three hours long, isn't it? yeah I've watched it. I'd watched it in two chunks one night and then the other, and um, I thought it was great. I don't know why everybody's sniffy about it. I will watch that. I'll let you know. Mm. um okay, go on well, I say I didn't really have much this week. I just padded the show out for you. Well, don't bother. I've got loads of mail coming in if you want to get in touch uh just James Well. Radio at gmail.com. We'll find us, James. Well, radio at gmail.com. Uh, Billy Taggart, good name, isn't it? Uh, said, James, why has nobody thought about designing a Freeview box without any BBC channels for those who do not want to pay the TV licence? A BBC free Freeview box, problem solved. Billy from Leeds. Um, uh, well, I'll, uh, I'll ask our uh, resident expert, Billy from uh, Leeds, wants to know why you can't have a Freeview box when you cut out the BBC. Because, uh, Freeview is owned by the BBC or partly owned by the BBC. Oh, I don't have Freeview. Uh, everyone has it. You can't say you don't have it. You have it. It's, it's being broadcast into your uh, house. It's just, you choose not to uh, tune it in. Well, you can't tune it in unless you have it in oh. on your TV. Well, your TV has Freeview on it. No, it doesn't. It has FreeSat on it. And it has Freeview as well. Oh. But FreeSat is the same thing. You still get, is it? You, oh. you still get BBC on FreeSat. Oh, well, of course, I don't watch the TV without a licence. Um, Craig Thompson says, James and Robbo, I have been meaning to write to say thanks for listening to our song that we sent you and for considering it for a play. When was this? Uh, a few months ago. Did we play it? Uh, no, we didn't. We stopped playing music. Oh. Huh. Well, he's thanking us for listening to it. Yeah, we listened to it, but we haven't put it on the show. Uh, if it's not up to scratch or your taste, then so be it. We still love it. Um, I don't know when I'm up in Anglesey again, but I will take Robbo some jelly tots anyway, as promised. Here's a silly joke for your collection. Well, I think you should play the record. I mean, have you got one somewhere could you find it? I'll find it and I'll play a little snippet in. Okay. If you've heard it, is it terrible or is it okay? It, it's it's not to my taste. He's not going to bring me the jelly tots now, is he? No. Yeah. He's probably never going to go back to Anglesey. He's sent in a joke. Yeah. A man goes into a pet shop and says that he would like an exotic pet, but that he hasn't got much money. And so the pet shop owner sells him a talking caterpillar in a box. I didn't know you could get those anyway. Uh, He takes it home. He leaves it on the table to settle in. Uh, He says to the box, would you like to go out and have a drink later? We can sit and chat and get to know one another. Well, strange enough, there's no reply. So he leaves it for 10 minutes and then tries again. Still nothing. Ten minutes later, he asks again, and a little voice from the box says, I heard you the first time. I'm just putting my shoes on. <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> He's a caterpillar. He's got thousands of legs. Hey, <laughs> oh, that's very good. All the best from Craig from a band called Black Cat Asylum. Yeah, check him out yeah. if you can. Yeah. Problems, you got strife, problems with your husband, and your wife. Come on, all come to our cause we know what you've been. Can we uh, talk a bit about this? Uh, first of all, what a waste of money and waste of time uh, trying to uh, impeach the President of the United States, who a lot of the so-called uh, uh, intelligentsia think they look down on because he's not uh, as suave and sophisticated as many. And that absolute pillock, Nancy Pelosi. I mean, I don't know who she is, but she just gets on my nerves. She the one with the glasses. I don't know. She's the one who stood up behind him and tore the, um, tore the speech up. Now, apparently that is against the law in America. She could be put inside for a while. What, ripping up someone's speech? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it looked ridiculous. She looked so pathetic and so childish for a woman of sort of later years. Um. I don't know. I don't know really what to say about her, except she, she, I'm glad it's not in Britain, because if somebody did that in Britain, I think they would be lambasted out of any kind of public office. Had he made the speech? He'd made the speech. And of course, before he makes the State of the Union speech, he hands copies to the, the two people sitting behind him. And uh, at the end of him giving out the speech, he turned round and she tore it up in front of him. Oh, I see. Oh, I get it now. Okay. Because originally I just didn't think much of it. I thought, well, so what? The matter is, He's already used the speech. But now it's like a, a gift in a way. Yeah. Got it now. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Um, what is this bit you've got, you put in here about aviation safety? The EU Aviation uh, Safety Agency, they're, they're banning uh, pilots from having cups of coffee in the cockpit. What? What are they supposed to do? Well, apparently they've been dropping their coffee on the controls and causing engine failure while in mid-flight. Oh, it's like sometimes people on the radio have coffee, which is banned in most radio studios now from having a coffee while you're doing a show, uh, unless it's from one of those cups, you know, with the sort of like like you have when you're ill, with a little mouthpiece on, a sippy cup. Yeah. I can't tell you how many stations I've worked on that have been... You've had to move studios because some silly sod uh, dropped the uh, coffee on the controls and blew it up. Have you ever dropped coffee on the controls? In my time? Mm. Probably. Mm, I thought you had. That's why I thought of you, you see. I thought that's something... Oh, right. Okay. Well, I'm I'm, I'm amazed that uh, airline pilots do it as well. But they, you know, they have um, long ways to sit. In those um, yeah, seats, don't they? Yeah, but they've got two pilots, haven't they? Usually, one can get up and go and have a coffee, mm. and then uh, come back and the other one can go and get a coffee, can't they? They don't have to sit yeah. at the controls sipping coffee. No, I suppose you might have a point. So it's taken all this time to ban drinks from the cockpit. Mm. Anyway, shall we do some jokes? Have we oh, got any today? Yeah, go on, go on, Apart from one we had just done. I'm just trying to see how many times I can get the word cockpit in the show. Yeah, fine. Um, the EU has said that Scotland could end up as a third world country after Brexit. I don't know if things will improve to that extent, but you never know. <laughs> Andy Jones. <laughs> that is terrible. <laughs> that is terrible. Should have read it first, shouldn't I? Might not have done it. Uh, this penguin is driving around when his car breaks down. He brings it to the local mechanic, a walrus, and the walrus says, ''It'll be a while, so you might as well get something to eat.'' The penguin decides to get some ice cream. Penguins love ice cream. After scoffing down three bowls, he goes back to the walrus to check on his car. ''How's it looking?'' asks the penguin. Um, ''It looks like you blew a seal,'' says the walrus. ''What?'' No, man, it's just some ice cream. (laughs) Where do they get these? I've never heard any of these. (laughs) Sometimes some of them take a little while to get through, don't they? (laughs) A man is out drinking with his friends and gets so drunk he throws up all over his shirt. He starts freaking out and says that his wife is going to be pissed off that he got so drunk, his friends tell him, to put a £10 in his front pocket and tell his wife that someone threw up on him and gave him the money to get it cleaned. When he gets home, his wife sees how messy he is and starts yelling at him. He tells her the story and points to his front pocket. His wife grabs the money and asks then, why is there two £10 notes in here and The man explains He's in my pants too That's not possible <laughs> that's, not, that's not possible You see sir so uh, I mean that doesn't really make me laugh I'm sorry What's not possible? That the other man shat in his pants Yeah well, That was Barry Roberts oh, He must be a friend of yours Sounds like Welsh name uh, Anyway let's do the uh, questions to the whale uh, Because I'm now going to go and feed my dogs Okay all right. Hit me with them, baby. Uh, Rob Jocelyn. Rob? Uh, does Greta Thunberg deserve a Nobel Peace Prize? She's just rattled on about climate, which is always changing anyway. Nothing new there. Mm, no, I don't think so, really, but I bet she gets one. Go on. Uh, Rob James. Is it true that Usher spends the first two hours of his concert showing people to their seats? Yeah. Uh, James Reed. What is your favourite song and favourite band? Oh, gosh. I don't have a favourite song or a favourite band. It changes all the time, depending upon my mood. Um, I like, uh, the other day, Doors and Riders on the Storm, I heard, first time for a long, long time. I thought, that's really good, isn't it? So it changes all the time. Why don't you say anything by Black Cat Asylum and I'll get loads of jelly tots? Because that wouldn't be true. Thank you for that. Uh Yvonne Warwick Gobble. Well it could be Gobble. Apologies. I'll get on with you, Pillock. Uh will Jeremy Corbyn ever leave? Yep, fairly soon. Uh Wow, oh, for goodness sake, can oh. you not ask the question straight away? Okay. Uh Mark Young. Hi James. Another friend of yours. Hi any <laughs> Not anymore, I shouldn't think. Uh, Mark Young. Hi, James. Read the designated survivor show you recommended. Has it got Keith Sutherland in it? Yes. Oh, this is really long. Here we go. Marcia, Marcia. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, honestly, this is embarrassing. Okay, you ready? I hope you edit some of this because it's absolute shit. Go on. I edit all the bits I make a mistake out. Well, there's no show then, is there? Marcia. Marcia. Hello, James. Do you think it'd be better if the council change three-week collections for black bins to every two weeks? Maybe there won't be all sorts of spillage over the floor which attracts vermin and causes disease. I think it'd be better if the, the local authorities came and collected your bins every single week. If you were in France, they collect it twice a week. I mean, this is just bloody laziness on the part of our local councils who spend too much time Putting money into their pensions, in my view. If you want to be a local councillor and run a local authority, you do it because of your public service, whatever, not because you're making money. You can take your black bins to the... um... Shut up, I want to go and feed the dogs. Get on with the questions. To the local tip yourself. Shut up, get on with the questions. Uh, Will Thomas, will I ever win big on the national lottery? No. Just buy lots of tickets. No, you won't. I've had it. I, I, I'm psychic. And no, don't waste your money. You're never going to win. And Daniel sabar Oh, fuck. Right, that's it. I'm gone. Bye.